Hello and welcome back to the Conversation Hat Podcast, a show for geeks, artists and terrible people. In this episode, me and Ben talk about whether or not hot dogs are sandwiches. We describe the worst parties we've ever been to. And I go on a bit of a tangent about Prince, Kanye and the Beatles. It's a good tangent. We want to give you a little bit of a trigger warning here because we uh, we talk about heroin for a while in... Uh, not a lot of detail, in as much detail as two people who have not done heroin uh, can get into, I suppose. So if you have uh, any issues around uh, heroin, this might not be a good time. That's one of the last things we talk about in this episode at 25 minutes in. So uh, you can listen to everything up to that point and then you can uh, you can just disappear or put your headphones down. Maybe go for a little walk or whatever. This is a friendly reminder that if you leave us a five-star review on the website Podchase, we will read it out on the show no matter what it says broadly enjoy the show the conversation hat podcast i don't know why but every now and again like i i just remind remember how big of a part of my childhood michael rosen was um who's michael rosen really the poet he had that. He had that poem, that kids poem about the hot potato, and Dad always goes to eat the hot potato. I feel like what you <laughs> just did was. Me like I'm mad. I think what you just did was offensive to some people. <laughs> Several cultures have been cancelled again. Yeah. Um, no, my, he, he was. Um, I don't know if he was a laureate at any point. He might have been, but he was like. A, he was a kids poet. He did like a loads of stuff. He did like a lot of stuff. He did like a lot of stuff. Um, a hot potato. What's the hot potato poem? Um, I can't. I can't. It's not. It's like a funny story rather than a poem. But it's basically like, "Careful, dads. The potato is really hot. I don't care. I'm a man. Nom nom nom. Uh oh. Uh Longer than that and better. I'm I not mean, a poet. It is for kids. It so is for I'll kids. forgive that. Um, he he did a hip hop, a hip hop hap. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you all the Michael Rosen rap. I was sure that you were going to go a hip, a hip, a hip, a hip, a hip, a hip, a hip hop, but don't stop by rocking for the bang. I couldn't remember the second line, so I didn't bother. Um, do you know that lyric was stolen from Michael Rosen? No, no. What did you say his name was? <laughs> Michael Rosen. Yeah. No, the. Um, the Sugar Hill Gang, they um, they were one of the, the first rap groups. Um, and they um, they got really big because they they were one of the first bands to have, like, published uh, global recognition okay. for, for being rappers. They just stole the best lyrics from people in parties where, like, the hip-hop scene was growing. I watched the hip-hop documentary on uh, on Netflix. It's really good. Even if you're, like... Even if you're not really into hip hop, if you're like in any way interested in like music history or anything, it's really good and it's really thoughtful and it's really interesting because yeah, they talk about like the big hip hop artists like Kanye, like everyone knows, but they they talk about like the roots of where these people came from, like how like turn where turntablism came from, how like where the culture started, like what it it was reacting against, what reacted against it. yeah, it's really interesting, um, and they yeah they, they sort of revealed that stuff about um, Sugar Hill Gang, which was quite interesting. Well, it does sound quite cool. Yeah, it's a good. It's also quite long, so it's great if you're looking for something to just kind of have on. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen 
Um, I mean, I've not watched it, but mm. I have seen on Netflix there is a Kanye West uh, documentary called G- G- Genius. Genius. But yeah. it's spelled like J E E N apostrophe Y U S. Here's my. Genius. Every, every podcaster needs to have their own particular take on Kanye. Here's mine. <laughs> it's about time I reveal my Kanye take. Go on. Every time I hear a piece of music by Kanye, I think, that's pretty good. I should probably sit down and actually give Kanye a little bit more of a chance. However, it's really hard to actively seek out anything Kanye West related, whether it's his early stuff, whether it's his his current stuff, whether it's a documentary series that I assume he has commissioned about himself. Mm Mm-hmm. It's really hard to take part in any of that culture without feeling like you're very actively taking part in someone's very public breakdown. (laughs) Okay. Um, It's a bit like, I don't want to watch it, have opinions about... have informed opinions about Kanye, tweet something... And then he dies. I mean, he's gonna. Because that's how that does. thing. That's but, how that happens usually. What right? you tweet about someone and they die? Yeah, I've got an awful try. I kill people with tweets. Have you got death note? I've but got on Twitter. Oh yes, um, that's exactly what happens. It's hard to like want to know more about someone or, or get involved with their back catalogue when you know that like they're eight seconds away from doing something really fucked up. Like, okay. his whole relationship... I, I don't know the details of him and uh, Thingy Kardashians. Really. I don't even know which Kardashian Kim? it is. Could be. I possibly. Um, I, I don't know enough about him to even know which particular Kardashian he was married mm-hmm. to. Them. Um, so, like... I know that there was a lot of badness. He was not a good person in that relationship and it's like he's capable of being a real dickhead i think so i sort of well i mean he got up he jumped up on stage when taylor swift was getting an award and went oh yeah you can have this i'm gonna let you continue thanks kanye but beyonce deserved this anyway bye and that was the first award taylor swift had ever won and this dickhead with stupid glasses jumps up and goes i want to say some things i disagree with all the people yeah. I mean, Beyonce's fine, but, like, Taylor Swift is also good. I don't know why we need to take sides. I don't know why can It was he's, an award ceremony. You, you see, sort of got but, to... Do you get what I mean? He's, he's capable of doing some real dumb stuff. And I, do, I, I want him as a person to calm down a little bit, drift off into the background... Maybe do some writing for some other artists. I don't know. And then at that point, maybe, like, I'll start listening to his music. But it's I don't want this to be, like, another JonTron situation where, like, oh, I'm really into JonTron. I've got a JonTron hoodie. I love JonTron. I love everything JonTron related. He said, what? Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? And he didn't delete it? Yeah. And he's standing by it? He's doubling down? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't want that to happen. No. 
It's, um, you know, it's so tricky. basically you're not getting in. You're not learning about Kanye to save Kanye. It's for his own good, you and him, you're welcome. If you tweet about him, then he's going to make derogatory remarks about women. Is what you're saying? Yes, I'm preventing something awful you, from happening. I'm, and, and I applaud you for Thank it. Thank you so much. Thank you. He's actually applauding. Um, I guess we need to pull a question out. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're doing a show. We're doing a show. I'm going to start. I want to start. The hat today is a um, plastic beret. Ooh. That was the original draft of the Prince song. What, Purple Rain? Prince being dead has really allowed me to get into Prince's back catalogue because he, I know if I tweet that I, if I say something positive, he's not going to beat a woman <laughs> like, to death or something. Stop you. <laughs> like he's not going to do anything fucked up if I decide I like him and buy a Prince hoodie. That's true. There's some really great. I've been I've been watching I've been watching Get Back the the Beatles documentary. It okay. says miniseries. It's it's a long ass film divided in three. It's like three hour and a half episodes. Uh, a, a limited series, I, I believe, that's is what the they're... one. It's really good. You can tell it's Peter Jackson. I like Peter Jackson. It's it's quite fun. The film quality is so good. It's really hard to remember that this is like from the time when my parents were like teenagers. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult to remember that, and it's really fun just watching someone like uh, McCartney. Who's, who's an incredible songwriter, just pull great songs out of himself, like, live. It's ridiculous. And then, like, uh, Ringo stars in the background just, like, playing with himself. Just having a great old time being Ringo Starr. And then John Lennon shows up three hours late with Yoko and sits in the corner for a bit. George Harrison has brought one of his um, Harry Krishna friends and they're just kind of <laughs> being sad together about anything and McCartney's like drastically trying to keep the group together and they're all wandering off in different directions and it's just like I think I have another song <laughs> guys <laughs> I think I've done it guys. speaking as the only person aware of the deadline I think I've written a song <laughs> and like because I always I always thought George Harrison was like the, the Beatle that I liked the most because he's like he's he's like he's timid he's in the background he's a good guitarist He's not, like, the main songwriter, but, like, when he writes a song, he writes a fucking good song, like, uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. As opposed to Ringo, it's just like, okay, we've got we've got a spare 30 seconds on this album, Ringo. Do you want to do something nonsense? Octopus's Garden! <laughs> right, let's put a pin in that one, Ringo. <laughs> I'm going to let you come down and then write another one, hey? Yellow Submarine! <laughs> ah, fuck, okay. We said we wouldn't shoot down three of his ideas in a row, so I guess it's Yellow Submarine. <laughs> <laughs> where was i going with this as a result of that like i've been watching some beatles related things and there's an incredible clip of um it's one of those uh tribute style events where you have just like way too many musicians on a stage sure um and i can't remember who who all of them are but it's it's george harrison's son who looks a crap of a lo- lot like george harrison woody 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 Harrison. Woody Harrelson. He he would if he give given a chance. Um Woody Harrelson, probably. Uh I would. Um <laughs> George Harrison's son. <laughs> and bo- oh that take that out of context. I would. <laughs> Old Harrison's son. He he's in the background playing guitar looking like his dad. And a bunch of like famous people are singing, and then like there's a guitar solo. Out of nowhere, 
prince appears <laughs> in an outfit that is impossible to be hidden in because of how purple it is. It's a very purple, very Man velvety like outfit. Purple. A huge hat. A damn, take damn good fashion style. Incredible fashion. Great style. taste in colours. And he just like what is like how, what was concealing you? You're so vibrant. And he, and he plays like an eight-minute kick-ass guitar solo, <laughs> and he does this bit where he um, he falls backwards into the audience, and it's fine because he's paid a man to catch him mm-hmm. and push him back. He, Prince was a little dude, like even holding a guitar, he didn't weigh anything. So this guy pushes him back on stage, and what you work out is that none of the members of the band knew that that was going to happen and they thought that Prince had just fallen off the stage and then magically levitated his way back up there and then for the rest of the Prince, he bounces he bounces and then for the rest of the set Prince has got this little smirky face of like an eight year old that made his parents laugh for the first time (laughs) he's just doing that was just fucking shredding Nice. He's so pleased with himself. Pull a question out the hat and then say what it says. That's the whole point of this podcast. Here's a question submitted by a good person. Top 10 favourite Canadians, I think. I think that's fair at this point. Ooh. Disappointed Dragon asks, Is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, I thought we were having to give our top 10 favourite Canadians. No, we've done that before, and I couldn't think of any. <laughs> well, I can think I of one. C- I can think of three. Well done, Billy, for you. But one of them, I think, is a knob now. Wasn't the Canadian president, prime minister, didn't something, wasn't he a rotter? I mean, he's, he's done blackface several times. Oh. <laughs> if that's what you mean. No, it wasn't. But <laughs> okay. that's, let's... Let's skip over that. Yeah. So not not him anymore. No. Um, what was the question? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah. Uh, is a panini a sandwich? I think so. Then I would I say think, yes. I think panini re- refer the word panini refers to the specific uh, bread. But well, it's a become- panini. It should actually be panino. Excuse me, the panino. Because a panini is. Um, because it's Italian. Right. Because it is on ciabatta bread. Oh, um, it's ciabatta bread, is it? I think so. Oh, okay. And then, um, yeah, panini. is the same thing. E is plural, so it should be a panino. So a panino, singular, is a... I think. ...toasted ciabatta sandwich. With filling in it, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so that, so that's fine. So, yeah, why, why does panini panino have a, a bearing on what? hot dog is because uh, it's long I was thinking of a long sandwich okay um, well I I think it, a sandwich is essentially bread cut in some way traditionally with stuff in it yeah so if you just if you had two bits of bread that were buttered and then you put them together that would not be a sandwich because there's nothing in there because well, there's, but- there's butter but something has to be sandwiched inside. I don't think Americans put butter on all of their sandwiches. No. Mayonnaise an awful lot of the time. They're the wrong about many things. Oh, yeah. So I think something has to be sandwiched inside. I don't think butter is an ingredient that in a sandwich. Because that's, that's essentially a bread lubricant. True. What is what you've got there. Uh, a fatty yellow bread lubricant. Bread lube. Uh, bread lube. Um, so I... 
I think something has to be sandwiched betwixt the bread. So therefore, yeah, a uh, a hot dog, as far as I'm concerned, is a sandwich. Have you seen that thing? What Australians do? Um, no, none of it. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not really sure what peoples you're referring to. The Australians. Yeah. There's um. Oh, West New Zealanders. It's like I'm not getting into that. That's not. Oh, West New Zealand. You you can sit at that table on your own. <laughs> I'm not. I'm on no, no, thank you. Um, like it's it's sort of like a street food slash barbecue type food okay. thing. It's just a slice of white bread. Okay, I'm into it. And then you, diagonally, you put a sausage. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then you just squirt something, and it just sort of you hold it like a yeah. Imagine the napkin that a hot dog would normally be handed to you in. Yes. That is now made of bread. And there's no bun. And there's no bun, it's just sausage on that. And that is... Is that is how that a, Would you class that as a sandwich? It's somewhere between a wrap and a sandwich and just stuff on bread. Which is known as an open sandwich. Apparently. I think some pubs are just trying to save money on carbs. Oh, yeah, because it's the bread that's the expensive bit. Yeah. Not all the meat that hey, goes inside. If you half the amount of bread for yeah. every single sandwich, you're making twice as many sandwiches for the same amount of bread. Yeah. Um, I think the thing is humans really love putting stuff in categories. Um, and we really love... We love it. It gives us a real, real, real stiffy when words mean things and things stick to the meanings of those words and if we've decided that one thing means this one thing and something is in that category and then it does something slightly different to what we've come to expect from that category we lose our fucking minds over it because let's be honest it doesn't really matter but i do care yeah sure i i think it's one of those things where like you don't gotta worry about categories of stuff too much I don't think it matters if something is a sandwich or not. I realise that we've kind of together built this entire podcast over whataboutery and like, mmm, funny words. What if this word meant another thing? Let's, what? Yeah, let's not... What about Wensleydale on a Tuesday, Ben? Ha ha ha. Like, words are weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> And I realise this podcast is about fucking around with words in various ways. I don't want to, like, tear down the facade of the conversation hat too much, but, like... Just don't worry about what words mean. It's, it's not a, a big deal. It's all right. I'll bring it back. <laughs> Will you? Please a case, do. I'm a quesadilla. Flailing. Here we go. Sandwich. Is that the eggy it's, one? It's oh, no, a it's tortilla. Ra- yeah. And then you've got stuff on it. Yeah. Cheese and things. And then you put another, tortilla. You put another tortilla on it. Yeah, fine. It's not a wrap because you haven't wrapped it. Sandwich. Yeah. Well, even because I was thinking a burrito is a wrap. Could that count it. as a sandwich? It's stuff enclosed in bread, but a sandwich would have to be two bits of bread. We're essentially naming things after the verb. So you sandwich something between two bits of bread. It's You can't sandwich something between one of something, because you're placing it on top of. Something would have to be sandwiched between one thing and another. Yes. Like a rock and a hard place. So, But that wouldn't be a sandwich. You, you, you it could would be, be a stack. You could be sandwiched between a rock and a hard place. So I'm not, I don't even think that the things it's sandwiched between, uh, an ingredient sandwiched between, have to be the same thing. So... So I'm saying that the wrap is not a sandwich because we're naming it after the verb. We have wrapped wrapped the ingredients. Therefore, this little silly hot dog nonsense, that would be a wrap. 
because you have wrapped the bread around the sausage. Ah, uh, but not fully. But part You've sort of squished it in. Because it's not cut in is half. It, is, so it's not squished. So sort of... How would you describe... So you, I would you, say you could sandwich that sausage between each side of that bun. So you get the bread and the sausage is on top. And then are you sandwiching... It's sort of nuzzled in. Are you, in are my you mind, it's on a brioche bun okay. <laughs> that you hell. cut down the top. Yeah. No, that's a hot dog. I Gently thought we were talking open, about a piece of bread. In. No, th- I'm fine with that being a sandwich. What I'm asking, because so you... I'm saying I'm saying a hot dog is a sandwich because you sandwich it between yeah, no, I, one we agree bit on of that. bread we're that's on, cut in half. We're tangents upon tangents here. Ben. Okay, I didn't. We're talking know that about we the Australian that. one. We're talking about the oh, slice we're talking of about bread. That, yes. So when you when you have the sausage on the bread, and how do you, how do you secure that sausage in there? What do you're you do? just holding it. You're, you're holding it. But does the bread not slightly wrap around the sausage? I don't know it's why I'm whispering. Like a little bit. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a wrap. A little bit of a wrap, yeah. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think I think a hot dog is is a sandwich because the the thing about bread is it's not necessarily made to be a sandwich. It's made to be a piece of bread. You can have that as a piece of toast when you walk into the bank. Nom nom nom. Lovely. Okay. You can have it as a sandwich if you want when you're walking back from the bank. Um, you can do whatever you want. You're a grown ass human. Or with the thing about a hot dog bun is that it's made to be uh, cleft in twain and a sausage to be put in there. So it's it's sort of a purpose-built sandwich vehicle. I'm showing Liam pictures of an Australian sausage sandwich. I mean, it's exactly as you described yeah, it. It's you sort of bread. make it almost halfway through a paper aeroplane of bread with a sausage in the middle. I don't know why you'd bother. Really? And that, getting that's sausage a, grease on your hands. But that's a street food rather than just something you throw together because you have a sad little life. I mean, you could do it if you if you had a leftover sausage. Just have a just have a sausage sandwich. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah, that's pretty good. That looks quite nice. I want one of those now. Well, you can have a sausage sandwich. You're a grown up. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, hot dogs a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to pull the next question up, Ben? Well done. You did it. The conversation has. What's the worst party you ever went to? Oh my god. Oh, okay. Do you know? I can say something. This was almost fun. <laughs> That's all parties start I... out. Here's a great idea for a party. I mean, it was Uh-oh. it was bad, but it made it. I got to do something that is a lot of fun to do. So it was. <laughs> So it was my great nan's funeral. Fucking hell, you're such a storyteller, Ben. I mean, it's not a it's it's a it's a party of sorts. The wake is a gathering of people with food and tea. Yeah, fine. It's kind of a party. Yeah, I'm, yeah. it's pretty it's, pretty shit because uh, it's not it's not an uplifting. We experience. called a big nana. <laughs> was she a lorry? Ah, she's a big nana. Um, <laughs> okay. And she lived in a, fun- a funeral home. <laughs> she lived in an old people's Bloody home. Hell, like in the rafters. She lived in an old people's home until she died and then she didn't live there anymore. <laughs> but most of her buddies were there because they can't leave. Bodies. Because they're old. Buddies, friends. So the wake was in the funeral friends. home? No, the wake was in the old people's home. Sorry. Yeah. I did the thing that you did. Yeah, I, did, said, the, yeah. I said the wrong thing and meant the other. The, the wake was in the old people's old home? Old people's home. Okay. And I believe it was around this time of year because it was International Women's Day. <laughs> and there was a guy who was standing there and thought it was... I, and we were like, oh, it, the conversation came up of International up. Women's Day. And as most men who can't remember what they Googled last year said, uh, 
What about International Men's Day, huh? November. I know, it's November the 11th. Yeah. Huh? I mean, it's November it's the 11th. November the 11th. I mean, it's also every day because the world is... Yeah. Just look at your paycheck, buddy. But, but whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, probably because it takes them so long. What? What? The women... What? What do you mean? And I got to do that fantastic thing where someone makes a joke that isn't funny and instead of just going, huh, huh, or ignoring it, you yeah. go, I don't understand. Because ah, ah, ah. it, it takes them so long. But Men's Day is after Women's Day in the year. Yeah, because it took them ages. I don't understand them. what you're talking about. I don't even know. It takes women a long time to get ready. Does it? I... How does that affect the... In the weird. calendar. I, I get that he's being misogynistic, but I don't know how. I don't get it. I, <laughs> I, I, I understand. I think because... But it would make more sense if Women's Day was in November and Men's Day was in March, because then, oh, it would have been the same time, but women take ages to get ready. But it didn't make sense because the men's was after. Let's be honest, it wouldn't have made sense even if they were swapped around. And it's not like... It's not like that January is an analogue for the start of the day. No. And then December is the party you're going to. I don't know, because it's all arbitrary. It doesn't matter. It was perplexing. Yeah. But I did get to sit there and go, I don't get it. Please explain it to me. Please explain it to me, my girlfriend, and the table of women from my family. You got Please. to be. You got to be a white knight, you've, did you? You like that? You saved. You saved really, women. You saved all women, didn't you? You've really misread the room at this funeral, <laughs> yeah. buddy boy. And you made this man feel bad at the funeral because yeah. he was just a bit too jolly. For he was you. a bit too up himself. <laughs> um, is that the worst party you've ever been to? It's the party I'm telling you about. Because I've been to some of the parties you've been to, and that is not the worst thing that we have ever seen. I know, but I'm struggling to think of one that I can actually say on... Well, I'll say a fucked up one then. Go on then. Um, So, my good buddy Will Stoner, he's been on the podcast. He's a good friend of mine. What? what No, okay, sorry. I was... No, he's not the one that stabbed me. No, that was someone else. No, someone else. Um, (laughs) What is Ben pointing at? I forget that I've got a huge scar on my arm. Yeah, but that's a different story. That's That's probably already been told. I've definitely told it. Um... Me and Will Stoner. Stoner was like the only dude that I, um, I mean, I, so I was at college with uh, Stoner. We were at sick form together. It's his actual name. It's not a nickname. No, we're not, he's, he, you know. he's, he's, I think he's been high, but he's not like. Well, he's a very tall man. Yes. Um, he's, he, yeah, it's just unfortunately his name. Um, or fortunately, if you're that policeman that pulled him over and refused to believe it was his real name. Um, we we hang out a bit after college. He was one of sort of the only people that I kept like a, a long term relationship with after sixth form, um, and he he moved to Oxford for a for a few years. He studied there. I think he met his now wife there as well. Um, and whilst he was at Oxford, me and him not the real Oxford, like the other Oxford, like we have ARU instead of Cambridge. Sure. He went to the ARU of Oxford because he's dumb. Um, he's actually really intelligent I just don't know what he does oh yeah he went to Oxford <laughs> I technically also went to Oxford for Will's wedding I've been to Oxford it's fine um, oh I'm getting worse and worse at telling stories the more detail I add um, when he was at uni 
uh, I would go visit him in Oxford for a weekend. He'd sometimes come to Cambridge for a weekend because his, his parents were in Cambridgeshire as well. Um, so what what would quite often happen is every time we'd hang out in Oxford, we'd have fucking kick-ass time. Mm-hmm. Like we'd go to whatever fancy clubs they got there. We'd have some drinks. We'd fuck around in the park. We'd have a fucking great time. And any time we came to Cambridge, it would be fucking dire. We would go to a pub and it would be shit. Or we would go to my house and it would be shit. And there was this one time that I think we we went to a pub in Cambridge and then some of the other people I was with were like, oh, we, we're going to go, we're going to go hang out at Jimmy's or whatever. So like, Who's Jimmy? Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy's a mate. I said, like, have I met Jimmy? You've not met Jimmy. Jimmy's all right with me. And another stranger being in his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's loads of people there. It's Jimmy's house. It's fine. It's whatever. Okay. Is this this is this is a pseudonym for Jimmy? Yeah. Fun fact: I never knew the guy's name. Cool. <laughs> I it, I didn't commit it to memory. I certainly. was just thinking, like, who's Jimmy? Who do I know who's called Jimmy? Okay. In, in the yeah. context of the story, this guy it, would totally be called. Jimmy. He will be called Jimmy from now on. So well, okay, well we'll go to Jimmy's house. Where is it? Oh, it's just up the road. I'm like, okay, fine. Um, so we um, we we start walking to Jimmy's house, and. Um, 60 minutes into the walk, we realise uh, he lives quite far away. No shit. Mm. Um, so I I nip around the corner for a pee, and then uh, the, the group has disappeared. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm sort of like running around trying to find them. Eventually I find them. So that was, that was just like a little bit of added stress. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, fine, whatever. We're still walking. Okay, it's still quite far. And then we... Um, we pass a Tesco, so people are like, okay, let's load up on booze. Like, okay, let's get a good It's midnight, but fine, let's load up on booze now. Um, so we, we get a few beers, and then we uh, we walk the final half an hour to Jimmy's house. Yeah, yes. Sounds like it's bedtime already. It is bedtime. Uh, we get to Jimmy's house, and we're, we're hanging out. Um, Jimmy's asleep. Um, I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. But Jimmy's housemate... Um, is is a is a big old dealer, and he's a dealer who has some new drugs. Yeah, I'm not a drug man, and uh, Will is not really a drug man either. Uh, but the people we were with, oh boy, were they drug men! They were like, "Thank you, person who is friends with Jimmy that we've not met before, but we assume is a dealer based on the huge number of drugs here." We'll put uh, this in our. We'll try the new drugs we'll pop this in <laughs> that our you have not yet named, I guess. Um, so me and Will are, are sat there drinking our red stripe, watching uh, these people that I'm sort of tangentially friends with take a new drug and see what it's like. And Will is just like, all of these strangers are weird and strange to me. Um, and they're, so they're, they're trying out this new drug. It was some sort of pill, but they, they snorted it. I don't know what that means. Um, and they just kind of sat there like, yeah, no, this is quite nice. And then they're just quiet for a while. And that that was the party. And after about an hour there, Will was like, I think I'm going to walk home. I was like, you're going to walk home? We've walked for so long to get here. He's like, yeah, my house is only half an hour away. We walked so far. I'm like, okay, yeah, I totally get it. Off you go. Um, And about 20 minutes after Will left, I'm like, I should probably get my shit together as well, but I'm quite tired. Um, And then, uh, then Jimmy wakes up walks into the living room and uh, everyone does some heroin <laughs> and I'm like this is my cue to leave wow okay 
So, like, I can tell you what it looks like when people take heroin. <laughs> I mean, I... Which is not what a non-experience I... It's not the most, like, considering the people I was hanging out with, like, that was going to happen sooner or later, but it's a bit like... I wish I didn't know what it was like yeah. for, for four or five people to take heroin. <laughs> and then me to just be there, like... Little bit sleepy. Well, basically sober. Off best, for a walk. Best be hitting the old dusty <laughs> trail. <laughs> Enjoy your heroin. I mean, have a good night. Sleep well, people. Oh, they, not, yep. they can't. Don't see try me. not to OD. You're, you've already okay. You got. Uh, so that was a hundred percent the worst party I've ever been to. Will doesn't wow. trust me to do parties anymore. I mean, was it your fault that? <laughs> 20 no. minutes with just you, and they decide to go on to hard drugs. Yeah, I get it. I'm a lot. Um, that was the worst party I'd ever been to. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, I hope that answered the question. There's a lot more admin involved with heroin than I would have thought. Conversation. I think we've got to wrap up the podcast think, before. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've written down one title. <laughs> well, we have two titles. It can either be Heroin Party or Bread Lube. I think bread lube is un- is less likely to get flagged, don't you? E- yeah. Um, do I need to put a trigger warning for heroin? <laughs> I'm going to put a trigger warning for heroin. Okay. <laughs> if you've had any heroin-related... Ex- harrowing heroin-related experiences, this might not be the podcast for you. Also put a trigger warning in for uh, International Women's Day, just so that the men don't panic. We do tell you when it is, but a bit later... Yes. Can't all be about you all the time. But it normally is. Yeah. I should I didn't take heroin at any point. Okay. I should make it very clear. Sounds like something someone who took heroin would say. You would know. Wait, no, I would know. Fucking damn it. Ben, where are you online? <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, Spike Pearson, P-I-E-R-S-O-N. I am on Twitter at LT Guitarist. You can find the podcast at Convo Hat Podcast on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We do live streams quite often. They're fun as well. They are. We've got our Discord, which is a cool place to hang out uh, if you're a geek artist or a terrible person. Uh, tell us what you're geeking out about. Tell us what you've made and... Uh, Why you're a terrible person. Yeah, um... Uh, admit to some war crimes why not everyone's doing them apparently thanks to our Patreon supporters who've helped develop the show over the years patrons get one exclusive single question mini episode every month as well as a very special secret area of the discord that we don't talk about publicly because it's it's fucked up in there everyone does heroin it's crazy um thanks for hanging out folks see you in the next one take care Uh, don't fucking don't take heroin don't take heroin don't take heroin I mean, you're probably already addicted, so like. (laughs) (laughs) In for a penny, in for a pound, I guess. My my request would be listen to this when you're sober, when possible. (laughs) I hope that last bit doesn't make it in. (laughs) Which bit? The, The heroin bit.